What's up, guys? Welcome back to another set of Big Buddy Life, the most hype podcast of all time. So if you have seen by the title of this episode, um, I'm going to take it. It's not going to be as hype because this is a very, very sensitive topic that should be handled, you know, sensitively. Like, I, you know what I mean? So this podcast is going to be very, very, it's not going to be very like hype, laughing, all that stuff. We're talking about something very, very serious. You know, a lot of kids lost their lives and stuff. And yeah, so I actually got a guest from the Stoneman Douglas shooting. His name is Liam. How are you today, Liam? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm doing awesome. So Liam is a survivor. Liam, how me explain like who you are, what you've been through and stuff. It'd be better if you explain it than me. Well, um, I was there on February 14th, 2018. Um, I was in the band room, which was the room right next to it. When he started shooting, I was actually outside because we were evacuated outside because of the fire alarm. But uh, I was there. I did March for Our Lives back when they did it in Parkland. I did not go to the Washington March. But uh, I've been, you know, pretty much uh, everywhere with this kind of thing. CNN Town Hall with the uh, NRA members, everything, really. Yes, yeah, so you've been through like you've been pretty involved in it. Yeah, I, you know, I knew Emma Gonzalez personally. Uh, we were friends before, and uh, you know, so I know. Wait, you knew who? You knew who before, sir? Uh, Emma Gonzalez. Oh, she's um, unfortunately a, for y'all. Don't uh, wait, 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 hold up. Is she the one who passed away? I'm sorry, just correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, no. She's the one who said we call BS. Oh, her. Oh, my bad. So, I know her. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I feel I feel bad in the room because I'm looking through it. <laughs> no, there was no, some no. named Gina Rose, and I just Gina Rose. Yeah, is, that was her. That's my friend. Yeah. Gina okay. Rose, yeah. Friend. Yeah. So that's that's just that's a victim. I said, yeah, my bad. Sorry, I did not mean to do that. I apologize. Yeah, no, man. you're fine, dude. You're fine. It, it was just something that the name mixed up. So Liam right here was basically in the shooting when it happened. So do you want to go through like? how it went like how was the day going you know was like a fight because a lot of people especially my audience mostly liam they're not like you know they're not they don't know much about this yeah no you know what i mean i I think it'd be better if you told us from your perspective of what happened your story do you want to start from the very beginning sure um it was valentine's day and i always dreaded valentine's day because i'm a lonely you know person so you know i see all the couples and whatnot you know just enjoying themselves so you know i uh sat with three friends at the beginning of the day and uh day went by as normal uh, i was actually talking to uh some friends in my creative writing class and we were sharing stories about the renaissance festival that was happening at the time and uh i was it was either a little bit before or after i'm not sure but um anyway we get to second period and actually there was a fire alarm that happened on the second period which was not at the time of the shooting so we went out you know did the standard fire alarm procedure went back in and then it was lunchtime and do you know what a gay straight alliance is it's like a club that you know does like uh things for issues of gay lesbian bisexual transgender people yeah um they oh my bad keep going (laughs) they were hosting a proclamation of love thing which was like a kind of thing where you could like proclaim your love for somebody else it was like a cute love you know valentine's day thing uh i know emma was uh heading it because at the time emma was the president and uh, you know it was a fun thing we were all just kind of minding our business and then uh i went to guitar class uh, guitar class was something that I did. Uh, I, I really enjoyed because I've been playing guitar for a long time. And uh, about, I'd say, halfway through, a fire alarm goes off again. And um, I was really confused. And so were my friends. I'm like, 
yo, didn't we have a fire alarm today? I'm like, oh, it's probably just a spark in the chemistry class or something. I'm like, all right, that makes sense. You know, we um, went outside and where we are situated, right, is the band, uh, the, the band uh, building is to our left and the freshman building is to our right. We didn't know this at the time, but he had started shooting, right? Um, so we're all kind of standing there waiting. No other uh, te teacher or class uh, is outside. And we're looking around and all of a sudden I hear, and I'm like, I looked at one of my friends and go, that's a gunshot. And he goes, man, do you mind if I use profanity? Uh, no, nah, yeah, I don't mind, bro. It's goes, all you. It's, it's, he, goes, he goes, man, you're fucking lying. And, the, and I'm like, we're all kind of looking around. And uh, then all of a sudden, a, uh, a, a, I don't know, security officer or, or resource officer, or whatever was on site, goes, everybody get inside, active shooter on grounds. And we ran. Right. So if yeah. I would have ran towards the freshman building, he still would have been on the first floor and he oh. could have easily have shot and killed me. God. And I found out later that I actually saw a video that um, my friend's body was right outside of one of my classrooms. So that was, you know, really, you know, messed up because if I would have ran it, I would have been right there and seen it because it was like near the doors. But we ran towards the um, we ran towards the um, band room and we were all in the uh. band room. And my friends are climbing into uh, these instrument uh, lockers oh. and I start recording. I still have the recording to this day. And um, my friends weren't taking it seriously. All of a sudden a teacher runs in and screams, everybody stay calm. There was an active shooter on grounds. We don't know what's going on. Just we're turning the lights off, barricading the doors. And, you know, we all huddle in and, uh for i'd say around an hour and 45 minutes we are in this room right um we don't know what's going on my friend uh i'm not going to name him but my friend has a uh live video of a helicopter circling and we're getting uh reports of how many people are dying you know there's this thing possible sniper on the roof you know uh that you know there's all this crazy information going on and we have no clue what's going on and um from where i'm situated right there's like me uh, and I was dead ahead from the door and the, that's the door that you come in. Right. And there was about, I'd say uh, 12 people around me, but I was dead ahead from the door. It was like a good, I don't know, 15, maybe uh, 20 feet away. Cause this is a big room. Mind you, this is the band practice room. And um, uh, like at that time I was, uh, about at the end of like hour and 45 minutes, I see like the door handle jiggle, right? And I'm like, oh shit, this is it. So I just kind of closed my eyes and waited to die. And he, the, uh, they opened the door and it was uh, SWAT team members and they all go, everybody hands up. We all put our hands up and the girl next to me, I had been comforting her uh, throughout this whole thing. I didn't even know her name. She just starts crying and we're like, holy shit, we made it. We made it. And you know, we're, we're standing in there for another uh, 10 minutes because they're sweeping through. The, it's not a big building. They're sweeping through it. And then they go, all right, follow us now. So we get up, we run, and we go uh, a longer way around. And we drop our backpacks in the middle of the road. And they have the bomb sniffing dogs and bomb equipment, you know, guys going through it. And then we sit on the sidewalk. It was a blistering hot day. And we're all sitting on the sidewalk. And I'm seeing, um, you know, kids come out with blood and bullet wounds and stuff like that it's crazy and um i remember they said if anybody has any videos please come up so i thought they were meaning like any kind of video so i got up 
and went because I would take some took some videos. I got up and walked over, and some kid on his phone had a picture. Well, had a video of a kid on the floor dead, and um, I'm not sure who it was. It might have been Luke. Hoy, uh, uh, Luke. I'm pretty sure that's his name, but I don't know to this day who it was. But it was them dead, and uh, that's when it kind of hit me, and I was like, oh my god this is this is real this is not like uh this is not a drill because we had heard of active shooter drills and our school actually thought about doing something like that but uh, this was much worse and eventually they said everybody move and um so we're all running i'm recording and they go if you need medical attention please uh please say so and we're all you know going forward and um you know this chaos like i'd say hundreds of police officers SWAT members you know EMTs all them kind of um you know emergency medical services and whatnot and um then my mom and my dad were in the middle of the road because they were some of the first on the scene because they were coming back from a cruise that they took on the time it was not like an overnight cruise it was you know just a nice intercoastal one and uh I see my dad in the middle of the road and I scream for him and I don't see my dad cry very often but that was one of the times that I saw him cry as he just held on to me and um we saw my mom and I ran over him and I just cried holding on to her I had to leave everything uh so we all got in the car my little sister was in Westglades at the time so they still weren't letting her out and um you know, during that whole time that I was in the school, I, uh, I was texting my friends and my family, uh, my goodbyes, none of my friends that were in school, because I didn't want their phone to go off or anything like that. So I was sending my little sister and my mom and my dad and my goodbyes. And, you know, I wish I could have been better, better. I'm so sorry. And, you know, just all these regrets that I had. And um, it was it was kind of a miracle. I had 1% on my phone in the last me 20 minutes to send all my goodbyes out. So it was pretty incredible. And even to this day, I still have some of the texts and whatnot. Um, it was like I sent to my little sister, I was like, there are three people dead. There's a shooter at my school. I love you. I'm so sorry. Um, and it got so crazy from all the parents picking up their kids that we had to actually leave our car and walk back to my house. And when I came back to my house, I wasn't so numb and so shocked that I just I asked my dad not to turn on the news and I just kind of cried myself to sleep. And um, the next day I wake up and I hear the news playing in the, um, in the, we call it the playroom, you know, an area where, you know, they watch TV or something like that. Yeah. I walk in, my mom is sitting there crying and she looks at the news uh, and I see my friend's face on the victims of the Stoneman Douglas shooting. She paused the TV right on it. And prior to that, the uh, you know the day of the shooting, they said that she had gone missing, and we and I was just hoping. I was like, please, God, let her be found. Let her just get lost or something like that. You know, it broke my heart when I found out what actually happened. So that's my story. Holy crap! I just want to tell you that you're brave for saying that whole thing, bro. Like usually, I don't get emotional. You know, like even with the. When I heard about the shooting, like two, three, it was like three years ago, right? I think yeah. 2018. Three years, yeah. Yeah, like I was just shocked. And the craziest thing about like school shootings is, you know, this was a couple years ago. I was like in middle school, but you know, a lot of a lot of it was like, oh, it's sad it happened to them, you know, but it mm -hmm. won't ever happen to me. 
you know, yeah. and it's, it's like, you know, it's awesome definitely talking to you, you know, especially mm-hmm. like a personal story. Like, yeah. it's, it's cool like, hearing it from you while we're talking that like some like big media outlet, just like, you know, using it, like milking it for like stuff. So, oh know, yeah. It's I definitely get you. Awesome. Just like hearing it, like a personal story, like going up and talking to, you know, where it's just me and you. Yeah. And Instead of like, you know, CNN or Fox News make like a whole narrative out of it. Like at the end of the day, like this isn't like a Democrat, Republican. This is not an issue. This is just an issue of, you know, kids being afraid of going to school or not. Kids not sure if they're going to return or not, you know. Um, And that's what really kind of drew me away from that whole movement was that they tried to make this a, you know, political issue when the issue just should be how do we stop this from happening again? Uh, And that's what, you know, really kind of pushed me away from that whole narrative, if you will, because, you know, I. So you said you're not really aligned with the March for the Lives movement. Is it because it's too political? Um, I'd say that. And I don't agree with a lot of their messages, especially around the gun issue. I think that this is more an issue of mental health because let me put it into your uh, perspective, right? If I gave you a gun right now, would you go and kill a bunch of children, right? No. If 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 I gave your mom a gun, would she go and kill a bunch of children? No. If I gave your dad a gun, would he go and kill a bunch of children? No. If I give somebody who has multiple red flags issues like schizophrenia, I know that that was something like that, like yeah. um, and a bunch of red flags that were say, would they probably go shoot up a school? Yes, because yeah. they so had access more, to it. You're saying so, that it's not about the gun; it's about the person holding the gun. Yes, because well, March, if no, yeah, well, March for Alive, would you say focus more on like gun control? But you'd say it's yes. more about a mental health thing, like oh yeah, like get help or something. Especially and like, I think. Yeah, and I think that a lot of people uh, just kind of uh, use guns as kind of a scapegoat in a way for this shooting because we had so many signs that this kid was off. Like he was posting uh, pictures on his Instagram of him mutilating toads. He had comments on YouTube where he said, I'm going to become a professional school shooter. All these really messed up signs and nothing was done about it. He was reported to the FBI twice, I think. And they did jack twice? shit. Twice? Twice. They did jack shit. No. So, so what what do you think like we should do? Like, do you think we need more like mental health screening? Like, whatever people like, what do you? What do think, you what's your solution? Would you say? I think I'd say mental health screening before uh, a gun is ever get uh, given to someone. And um, I know that that's kind of hard to do because, of course, people are always going to find a way of getting weapons. And that's where my issue kind of lies with this, because, you know, we have 3D printed guns and stuff like that. But as long as we make it, you know, somewhat more difficult for somebody who has those kinds of, you know, red flags about them, I'm not going to say all mental health issues are bad because, you know, people, you know, generally can have anxiety or, you know, something like that and be completely normal human beings with, you know, a completely great mindset you know um i've been diagnosed with anxiety depression you know all these kinds of things but i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna go and you know do what nicholas cruz did but you know it gets to a point where you have to realize that there's a pattern going on here you know definitely so i hate to i hate to bring this topic up right because i don't personally believe in it it's just something that's been brought up and i just feel like maybe we should address it if you don't want to it's fine but a lot of people were saying stuff like, you know, a lot of people say stuff like, I hate, I hate bringing this up, man. Like, I hate bringing race into this. But no, it's fine. It's fine. A lot of people say, like, th- this is a topic of shooters. So I'm not going too far away from here. Are you going to say it's a predominantly white male thing? 
No, no, no. I, I, I don't want to say that either because I'm not white, so I shouldn't be saying that. I'm just saying like a lot of people are saying that like if a white they're trying to connect it to that. Yeah. yeah, something like if a white person does something like a white male, then mm-hmm. it's like a mental health thing. If like a brown person, like I'm brown, right? Like it's like a mm-hmm. terror. You know what I mean? So do yeah. you think a lot of people are like, what's your take on that? Because some, I, I, you know what I mean. What's your take on it? I think that in doesn't matter what color it is, it's still terrorism. If you're going out and killing innocents, you're a terrorist in my eyes, and you're a piece of shit. Uh, it doesn't matter. You could be white, brown, purple. I don't care. If you're going out and killing innocent children at high school or, you know, at a uh, club or something like that, you're a terrorist. It doesn't matter what color you are to me. Okay, babe, babe. I just I just wanted to hear it out because, like, you know, a lot of people have, like, really interesting takes on it, you know, it's like, oh, like, yeah. maybe Nicholas Cruz didn't do active terrorism. It was more of this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I just wanted your take on it, you know? So I think terrorist is a very uh, loose term because terror, uh, like, what is a terrorist? Like, you know, we put that in someone that instills uh, terror into the hearts of their so-called enemies and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah that's you. that's my kind of claim on that course and another thing i've heard um what was it, it was something about nicholas do you, i want to see if you per, i don't personally believe this but this is something i've seen like a topic of issue especially this is like with like school shooters like with school shooters of being like a lot of them being white male like do you know like do you know if there's maybe do you have like maybe any idea of why that is though because you've been like, like a victim of school shooting do you maybe oh. just a coincidence because more white males like that's personally what i believe but what do you think I think it's a lot of bullying and a lot of the toxicity around the quiet kid kind of aspect, you know, um, me, I am a metalhead, right? I wear metal t-shirts. I wear a lot of black. I wear, you know, spiked armbands, stuff like that. I get called the school shooter all the freaking time. I cannot even, you know, put it into perspective of how many times it's been called that. And another thing is it's kind of a status quo for kids to like you know rap and all this kind of you know mainstream stuff where it is more much more diverse so you don't see you know a lot of people who are diverse inside of like you know let's say extreme deathcore scenes stuff like that if they're good on them and whatnot but you know if these kids don't have much to relate to any other one else they're, they're prime targets to get picked on right and you know, you know all the memes. A white kid reaches for his bag, and you know that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. That's just, oh yeah. That just re- that's just you know reaffirms what I'm saying. It's a lot of bullying. You yeah. know, it's a lot of bullying, and it's a lot of things because I, I know that this is another thing to say. It's bullying and mental health go hand in hand because 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 bullying yeah. can kind of unlock that that part of your oh, yeah. mental instability. Because once you're pushed to, to that limit, you know you just snap and bad shit happens. And uh, I don't want to. I'm never going to defend Nicholas Cruz, but you know, it's, it's, um, it's just what happened. You say it's he just a fucked a up. It's fucked. Oh, a lot. A lot. I know he bubbled a lot and, um, he took that anger and that rage out on people that didn't deserve it. And, uh, that's why I think that bullying should be much more, uh, focused on as well as mental health, because if somebody has those red flags about them and you keep and keep pushing them, what's going to stop them from snapping fucking nothing. I got you for sure, man. I mean, especially which, with Nicholas Cruz, who had nothing to lose, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, it's a tragic story. Like, no, I'm not empathizing with him. It's just like from what I've seen, like he he's a terrible person. Like, you know, he deserved to be in jail for the rest of his life. I'm just saying, like, by looking at a story, it was still like, you know, he didn't have much. Like, I heard he was adopted. Like, some his mom, I don't know. His man, mom but, died and stuff like that, uh, and what and whatnot, and um. The way that I see it is um, 
the the scariest thing that you could possibly think of is somebody oh. with nothing left to lose because they can enact whatever kind of terror that they want and they don't have anything to lose from it only to gain i got you man i got you so i'm sure i'm gonna bring something up and i'm sure this like might make you mad but i feel like this is something that needs to be addressed in the journal so obviously this isn't true now but back then i just want to see what your reaction to it was or how you felt about it there were a lot of people like saying like even people crisis actors own... sorry crisis actors yeah yeah it was fake and like they did it for like the the <laughs> democrat the left did it to like take the guns away from the people yeah. you know what i mean it's it's, it's bullshit like don't get it's, me wrong it's like... it's really funny to me because i've been called a crisis actor a lot like a lot a lot and um I, whenever i prove it to them by like you know showing actual videos of inside of the school that i was you know in and recording all my friends you know and me surrounded that are there they kind of back away from it a little bit like oh okay but it's it's it, it, it gets to them even more when they realize that i'm a libertarian so <laughs> i got you i got you oh no i was looking up a video it's where it says um sophomore liam kiernan discourses partnership and like i saw a couple of comments it's like unbelievable fake as always and stuff like that and i'm just oh, like ah yeah. oh, like you know what i mean like i don't know if you know yeah. what alex jones is but he did that with like the sandy hook yeah alex oh yeah jones. I'll oh yeah this now alex jones is a piece of shit i mean memes of him are really funny but alex yeah. jones is just you know not a good person necessarily i would he's, say he's he's crazy like he needs help like there's there's a reason why he's been banned on like everything you know what i mean yeah, you I just can't you. you can't you can't say things like that like oh my god it's it's like holocaust denial you just can't do it yeah. it happened people lost their lives you can't just be like oh it's a crisis actor like no bro people lost like kids kids lost their lives you know so I'm sure at first, like, did it ever make you mad and stuff? Like, you just feel stupid? Like, um, how? Because I know people got mad over I would be mad over it. I got mad at first, and then my parents talked to me and explained that not everyone's going to look this in the way that the same way that you do because you experienced it. It made a lot more sense to me. And I think what they were trying to do was more defend their, you know, they see a tragedy happen and they try to defend themselves because they think that we're going to try and take away all their guns by saying, oh, this isn't real, you know, this is fake. And that just creates more of that kind of, you know, misunderstanding and whatnot. And uh, they're just trying, you know, they they fear the fact that 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 changes are going to happen. And uh, so they kind of, you know, isolate certain issues like, oh, that that never happened or, oh, this didn't happen. Why are you being so mad about it? Never happened, you know? Yeah. I wouldn't even call it trolling because I love trolling people. Like, that's just like next level stuff, bro. Like, it's so messed up. But I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to be a troll. Oh yeah, like I like when I'm talking about trolls, bro. I'd be, I'd be like a troll would be like maybe calling someone a name they don't like being called. Like that's the type of trolling I do. Like nothing next level. Yeah, but, you like, know nothing like. Yeah. You know, I got you. Yeah, I just want to because I basically I live in Texas, right? Okay. And guns are like the biggest thing here, Liam. Like I'm telling you, like it's literally part of our culture. Yeah. You know? So. What happened was when when that happened, like everyone find reasons, like bro, no, it had to be a crisis thing. Like the left did it to like you know, yada yada yada, they just pull some reason out, you know. So in okay, we're speaking about guns. We just talked about it, but speaking of guns, what's your take on guns? You know, you don't have to say it, but what's your personal take on guns? Would you? Say? I believe in the Second Amendment, and I believe that if the government can have it, so can the people. I got you. Because 
uh, if there is any form of uh, tyranny or anything like that, then there's only one way to possibly defend ourselves from it. Do you think it should be tough to get a gun, though? Like, what do you think? Because like- uh, I think there should be a certain, you know, mental health screening on it. But if there's an adult that has that mental health and, you know, is able to properly handle a firearm and, you know, isn't a exactly um violent felon then i think they should be able to own one i got you i got you i mean like what about like small small criminals like someone like maybe like like drug offenders sure release all non-violent drug offenders that's what i say i don't think we need that much money into the prison systems i think that's uh another way no but i'm saying do you think they should be able to purchase a gun because like oh yeah they're felons okay Uh, i mean if it's a small felony non-violent then yes okay bet what about kids? Because, like, bro, I have, like, do you think kids should have guns? Uh, I don't think kids should, like, properly, like, own a firearm. But if their parents want to teach them how to use a firearm, then go off. It's not okay. my it's not my family, but, you know. Interesting. Because it's actually, like, one of my friends, bro, he has an Air 15. He has, okay. um, oh, what's it called? He has, like, a Desert Eagle. And he's like, three other guns I don't know about. The thing is, he got it because he's, you know, mentally fine. So do you really think there should be, like, multiple, multiple mental health, like, screens? Like, do you think it should be really, really, really tough to get a gun? Or, like, do you think it should be easy, accessible to most people? I think it should be moderate, you know? Definitely. It's not you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to walk into the store and buy a gun, you know? That's not how it should work. But I think there should be a mental health screening, you know, just a general, make sure that you are sane and whatnot and not going to commit mass murder, you know, a background check. Um, uh-huh. Nothing like, because banning a certain kind of gun will not work. People will always find a way to get a gun back on the street no matter what. Oh, yeah. Black so, market. Uh, yeah, exactly. I think yeah. that's why I kind of fell out with the March for Our Lives movement. They're like, uh, especially uh, during uh, a vigil, now I look back at it, they started screaming, uh, ban all guns or no more guns, no more guns. And, you know, that's just, oh yeah, that guy. you know, it's it's kind of, it's impossible really to, to ban yeah. all guns. So it's not just that, bro, but like in this country, bro, like the people who got guns, they're not giving it up without a fight. Like, oh yeah, exactly. Here, like in Frisco, we have like the biggest gun club in like America, bro. No one's gonna give their guns up like that. Oh you yeah, I mean, as much as people say. What do you think about teachers having guns? Because this was a uh, this was brought up after the Parkland shooting that like maybe teachers should have guns. What's your take on that? It's incredibly sad to even have to uh, think that teachers should need guns instead of a school, isn't that? I got you. I mean, like, teachers are supposed to be teaching. They shouldn't be going out of, like, risking their lives, you know, just shooting. So do you no, think, like... No student should ever have to fear the fact that their teacher should ever have to use that gun, you know, or, uh, God forbid, any kind of shooter walks in, but we've gotten to that point, and it's just horribly sad to me. Yeah, but do you think they should be at this point? Because we're at, we're at, like, a... Because, dude, we're, Lee, we're at a point where it's, like, how do I say it? It's, like, 20 years ago, you could say as a joke, like you're going to shoot up the school. Nowadays, yeah. if you say that in my school, you are probably getting expelled. expelled like it's not yeah. a joke no more. I so, think um, I think that there should be more school resource officers, if anything. Uh, but teachers, no. Because teachers are there to teach and they're to provide and not make kids feel uncomfortable and nervous. Because I know that certain kids would probably be, you know, a little bit weary around. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know i'm worried about anyone has a gun like all right bro like just whatever you say you know yeah you i got you bro teacher got one you know so yeah. okay so i did a little bit of research you don't have to answer on this if you don't want to but wasn't there 
a student resource officer in y'all shooting that like didn't go in or something? Yes, there was. Interesting. Okay, do you want to say a take on that? Like, what do you? I mean, he's got to go back to his family, but it's like kids. But he's got to do his job. Like, you know what I mean? I think that he failed us, and he failed us in every possible way. It was, you know, he signed up for a job where he has to risk his life, and um, he didn't. He just showed that, you know, we can't exactly rely on him, but I'm not going to say, you know, too many other people, because of course there were people that went to school afterwards, but uh, it was really disappointing. Uh, It was disappointing and sad, really. That he didn't like do anything. Like, is he still working for the police? Like, what's happening? I don't know. It was Scott Israel, I believed. I believe. Interesting. Okay. I just wanted to, like, see your take on that. Cause, you know, like, I would, I saw what happened. A lot of people, like, us, like, some police officers were commenting, like, bro, like, if I would have gone in, like, you know, like, I'm like a 40 year old man. Like, I've lived 40 years. These kids deserve a future. Like, I would have gone. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I would just want you to take things. Not only that, but these police officers, like, you know, they they signed up for it. Like, it's like the whole Blue Lives Matter versus Black Lives Matter thing. The Blue Lives, like, the, the police signed up for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's their job. Yeah, and I, I think that my whole take on the whole Lives Matter thing is that I'm a pizza delivery guy, a driver, right? I'm a police delivery driver. I found out that out of, I think it was uh, 10,000 uh, people who work as a pizza delivery driver versus 10,000 people that work as a cop, we are two times more likely to die on the job as pizza delivery drivers than as cops. And I just thought it was really funny. Seriously? Like by accident? <laughs> yeah. <stuff>? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Where's our flag? God damn it. <laughs> was it like orange lives matter because the pizza's orange? Like the fuck? No, we'd, we'd, have the, we'd have the thin crust line. I got <laughs> That should be funny. All right. Yeah. Fuck, I didn't want to laugh too much. We're in a serious topic. Yeah, but, no, know, I got you. It, but, you know, uh, we, we went a little bit away from I got you, man. Yeah. Laughing well, uh, is always another way to kind of relieve the kind of awkward, you know. No, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I mean, what happened happened. Like, I wish we could change the past, but we can't. I'm sure those people are in heaven, like, you know, better place now. But like, it's yeah. still really, 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 you know, tough to see. Like I, like I said before, it's yeah. what happened, what happened. So, I don't know if you heard, but is Nick, I don't know what's happened with Nicholas Cruz. Like, is he in jail? Like, I've he's in jail. So I know, but I've seen him on so many like trial things. Like, people want like people want him to get the death penalty and stuff. So do I. Like, what's happening? Like, do you know what's happening? Like, he's, I, he's still on trial. He's and still on trial, happen- and it's really disappointing that he's still on trial when they were able to get uh, you know, a lot of other people's trials out of the way. Like, where's the justice for you know the twenty people that I'm gonna say twenty people have died because three people commit suicide. Wait, on what? After the shooting. No way. Are you serious? Three people commit suicide. Oh my god! I did not know that. So he in turn killed twenty, not three, not seventeen. Sorry. Did they kill like suicide because of the trauma or like what was it? Trauma and survivor's guilt is what I heard. Oh my god! Like was like months after? Like how was it? Months after to anywhere to about a year after. I think it was. It's heartbreaking, really. It is heartbreaking, man. You know, and I'm. You know, you sound like, you know, I'm I'm happy like you sound like you can like talk about it. You're strong enough to talk about it. So I'm happy you're doing well with it, like, you know, dealing with yeah. it. Yeah. Everyone deals with it differently, you know what I mean? Of course. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I just hope, you know, it was three years ago, right? But it can still last, which is stuff like stuff like this can like, you know, people remember for the rest of their life, especially with people like PTSD and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. So like you said before, so he in three years has not gotten is he even gonna convict it? Like he hasn't got life in 
Like, nope, he's just in kind of a holding kind of area. No, I think there's no possibility of bail and parole, of course. So, yeah, uh, I saw but... him. People say he, what do you think about this? A lot of people were, were so I saw like a video, he's like quote unquote getting better or something. And like he was writing a letter to a female somewhere in like Europe about like how once he's free, he wants like three boys and a girl and he gets to choose the boy's name and like she yeah, gets to buddy. choose the girl's name so do you think like if he gets like okay for let's let's get straight do you think nicholas cruz had mental health issues yes right? yes do you think if he gets it fixed and resolved he should be put free no 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 matter what i say that he ended uh, my friend's uh life uh right to life and uh by therefore doing that he doesn't deserve that uh you know Privilege. same freedom that privilege yeah okay interesting because a lot of people like you know where they plead crazy they're like that wasn't me that was my crazy you know what i mean so it doesn't matter uh not for this kind of case he knew exactly what he was doing i will tell you that sure yeah he like, have you seen have you seen the video that he recorded before he went in is it, wait can you, can you send it to me like on yes, the chat or something yes, all I right but you also got my bad part I, I apologize for not being too educated on this it's just I haven't, you know, that's why I'm getting you on. I hope to be educated on it. You know what I mean? But the, I, three years ago, I knew all the details. It's been three years. Like, you know, the cases, you know, I've it slipped, just, it slipped away from my brain a little bit of what's everything's happened. But, you know, we'll see. So let me. I'm going to send this over to you now. Uh, I'm going to warn you. That, the chat. Uh, the chat. I'm going to warn you that okay, this is kind of disturbing, but, you know. It's all good. It's not a long video, so you can watch it here if you wanted to. Okay, but I'll watch like some of it. I'll watch like I just want to see like I'll like skip through it. Don't worry. It just kind of explains how he's go how uh what he's gonna do, how he's gonna do it. His goal was twenty people to kill. So what? Yeah, he said that my goal is twenty people and stuff like that, Bro, and you're he, all gonna he die. He's like in GTA Five or something. It's crazy. What is he doing? Mm -hmm. God. He did this right before. This was literally moments before he's killed uh, my friends and whatnot. Because after this video was taken, he took an Uber and went inside. And then from there, I believe he went to McDonald's or some shit. Like, what happened? Yep. He went to uh, McDonald's. He actually disguised himself as a kid escaping. And, uh, and uh, he went to McDonald's and sat and ate... Uh, some food. You really had goals for how many people he was gonna kill, bro. Yep. Have you ever seen him in real life prior to like before the school shooting? I might have, which is kind of a terrifying thought. Um, he used to work at a uh, Dollar Tree that's yeah. near uh, my house. So yeah, did he? He went to your school too, right? Yes, but he graduated uh, and then he came back. Like he just came back just to shoot it up. Yep. Damn, bro. This sick man. He needed oh, wait. help, he, bro. He might have. He might have graduated. I'm not sure. I don't. I should probably say that. I'm not sure. I think I had your book somewhere. If you want me to look it up or not. No, so let me just search it up. It probably like I see it. Like this news was huge, bro. This was like nationwide news. Like this school. It was. Show. It was like for, I. We were getting letters from people in Egypt, uh, saying that they were sorry for what happened and whatnot. I was getting letters from all over the world and whatnot. Oh, yeah. 
they usually gave us these letters to kind of, you know, give us a little bit of a nice thing to not really pay attention to. Uh, Nicholas Cruz graduate. Sorry, we got to fact check, fact check this because if we get something wrong, it's not going to look yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Message is tragedy. Okay, from... It says he was an 18-year-old junior. Oh, he was a, he was a at, junior? Wait, what? Okay, sorry. It says, oh, this is, uh, Nicholas Cruz was an 18-year-old junior at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, when a spate of disturbing behavior led to a fateful meeting about the future of his schooling. I do not know what that means. Okay, well, point is, we don't know, but point is, he went to that school and he started up. Like, that's the point. Exactly. So he, 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 like, graduated, like, a year earlier, something like that. But Something like that. I'm that's sure. the point. Yeah, exactly. Well... But he, he did what he did, and he did what I'm he just going to say that he doesn't deserve that, that same kind of comfort of being able to live his life. Uh, so he took away all the rights, sure. my friends, you know. I'm pretty sure, like, it, what he did is, like, it's unforgivable. Like, he messed up, you know. I, I would not say he just messed up. It no, my bad. Un- I should yeah. I should have emph- emphasized that more. Yeah. He fucked up. Like, what he, he did. He um he did something truly uh despicable, unforgivable. It was uh, it wasn't one of the biggest tragedies in the United States. I think it was the ninth deadliest mass shooting of all time. Oh yeah, definitely. And the biggest thing about like this one is it's like it's happening like consistently. It's not just like one thing. Like. You know, it's happening consistently. Like, people were tired of it and stuff. But, yeah, one last question. So, this is a thing in Texas, and I just want to hear your take on it, right? Mm-hmm. So, how it used to be in the 90s and 80s, well, this was a different time, all right? So, mm-hmm. there was a school shooting threat in Dallas, where I live in Dallas, by the way, okay? And this kid throwing a strip at school. He called, he said, I'm going to go show up to school, right? With, like, this many. And what happened was all the like juniors, seniors, the teachers, the coaches, they were in the school. All they mm-hmm. did was get out of the school, went to the trucks, got all their guns, walked back into the school and just guarded the like guarded the school with guns. And the shooter never came. So that that was like a much more like that was like a different time, obviously. Yeah. How it is now. Obviously that was like yeah. 30, 40 years ago. You know, proper gun laws weren't like the most intact. And this was also yeah. Texas. So like you know how Texas is about guns. Yeah. So what's your take on stuff like that? I know it's a crazy idea. I just wanted to um, I don't know. It was a different time. And, you know, <laughs> I can't exactly, uh, you know, go back and stop it. So, you know, it's it's like, I, you know, I wouldn't stop it if it even did happen. You know, they're guarding the school and whatnot. But so, do you think it'd be good for like now, recent times, do you think that'd be a good idea or no? Um, I'd say uh, if teachers were willing to put their lives on the line like that, uh, and they had no, you know, intentions and just wanted to guard the school, then I don't know, man. I can't exactly answer that. It's kind of a uh, kind of put me on the spot for that question, my guy. No, nah, I got you. You don't got to answer. I mean, it's just like you can't say no if someone's trying to defend the school, you know? It's yeah, like, you know. It's interesting, but it's also like, what if the teacher goes crazy? He gets his gun and he goes in and shoots. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. always, and that's the biggest thing about this gun situation. Like, there's like no 100% right answer. You know, mm-hmm. which is it's just sad because like, if you take away guns, bro, like it's not gonna stop school shootings because like, you can lose. Them. No, you can still get your guns, and you, you can know? still get three D printed guns, and you can still get whatever you exactly. You know. And then on the other hand, if you fully give guns to anyone, like some maniac, like like which is how when Nicholas Cruz can happen again, which we don't want happening again, obviously. 
Yeah. You know, so it's just it's it's a lot. It's bro. a very very tough issue. It's very tough. Hopefully, it'll get resolved soon. I don't know. You know, personally, I don't believe like in the Democrat Republic. Like, I don't know what their ways are. Like, I don't believe in like getting all the guns back. But yeah. I believe like it's like you. I believe it's a right. Everyone should have it. Yeah, I think it's a third. Uh, well, I'm a third party voter, so I did not align myself with Democrat nor Republican because one skews way too high to one way, and one skews way too high to the other way, and I just don't agree with each of them. So, no, I got you. Like, if I mean. If I had to like vote for one, I would probably choose Republican over Democrat. Because like it's really half and half. Like I'm like half believe you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think it really depends on the, you know, uh person who's running for it. So Oh yeah. Like, you know, it's just like like you said, it's just like whatever I'm 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 country over party. I'm not gonna be like, oh well this person's like better, but he's a Democrat, so I can't vote for him. Like I'm yeah, not like no, that. No, no. It's like yeah. over country, yeah, but well, Liam, I think we went over just about everything in this podcast. Anything else you want to say, man? You know, um, I've got music that I put a lot of uh, time and oh, effort yeah, let's into. Talk about that. Yeah, I put a lot of my emotions into kind of stuff like that. So, um, Do you wanna tell us about your music, like what it is. You know how much. Uh, so it's extremely technical metal that uh, I do vocals for uh by vocals i mean screaming <laughs> so i scream for uh, a band called humanic mutation uh it's just me and a kid from england who is 14 actually um he, uh, 15 now actually uh he just has birthday the kid's absolutely insane been recognized by many different you know incredible um art uh musicians and artists dudes uh-huh. absolutely incredible don't you and, have four people in your band? Oh my, I keep going. No, it's just it's just me and one. It's just me and him. That's it. Is the guy with curly hair with like yes, 1.5k yes. followers? Uh, five. Yeah, five point. You know, something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, hold on, I'm trying to find it. Okay, We've never that's... met in real life, and you know anything like that. So it's kind of it's all been online, which is really interesting. So. Dang, how'd y'all get close? Like Discord. Uh, no, actually, I was, in, uh, I found a band and I found this kid through Instagram's recommendations and I saw that he was in a band and I saw that they had no vocalist and I'm like, hey, are you guys willing to let me do a vocals for you guys? And they're like, uh, let's see you try out. So I started, you know, just doing some test vocals and they're like, you're in. So literally the day after the band broke up, the dude contacted me. He's like, hey, do you want to go form our own band? I'm like, sure. And we did. And here we are today. Damn, well, that's crazy, man. Yeah, we're doing... You know, but how do y'all, like, perform and stuff? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, We've never performed because we live on opposite sides of the world. (laughs) Of course. But I'd love to. I'd love to. Honestly, touring is expensive, but I'd really love to because I know members from really big bands. Like, my vocal teacher was from a band called Rings of Saturn. uh, And I absolutely love those guys. Um, they're really really cool and uh, I've met some really incredible people like Ozzy Osbourne's guitar player just all these awesome dudes uh, Zach Wild and uh, I also do vocals for a black metal band called Gallows Um, it's uh, we haven't released uh, one of our songs uh, yet uh, but it's coming out as soon as we can you know get this album done so I do all the vocals for that as well got you man well that one's that's much more go, emotional. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Make sure you go check that out. I'm happy we did this at the end, though. That's good. You know what we. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to like sit here and promote, like, hey, guys, go check out my music right now. You oh, know, no, like, bro, I was doing one about, um, you know, the Dante Wright shooting. 
Yeah. Like, one of my friends, he was trying to promote his YouTube channel. And <laughs> I was like, listen, bro, like, do not do it this episode. Because, yeah. like, it, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's good that we did it at the end. And think about this one, it's all right, because you were a victim. So it's okay mm-hmm. if you do it. But, like, you don't want to do, like, you don't want to, pr- I'm trying to trust me, like, you don't want to promote your YouTube channel. Yeah on and, like another person's victim like, this is your own thing so i don't really mind you know yeah and if you want to follow me on my instagram my instagram is break underscore up underscore hill so if you want to like just uh talk to me afterwards i'm open to all dms and stuff like that so definitely yeah do y'all like every year like during that day maybe meet up with those keepers or anything like that or? uh we do we go to the front of the school and you know we just kind of breathe and uh it's just a day of healing really uh with each year it never gets any easier but you know it's always you know important to reflect and you know remember those whose lives were lost bet, bet, bet. all right well definitely that's it for the podcast i think liam um all right make sure you check out his music you know uh again my condolences come on sorry my condolences out to the victims of course and i just want to tell you liam like you know, I admire you for, like, going on, like, shows and like, speaking about, like, this traumatic thing, which I'm sure, like, it, did it take time to get, like, to get it easier to speak about, or what's up? Um, not too long, actually. Uh, I was one of the, thankfully, people that recovered quick. I wouldn't say, you know, fully recovered, because you can never truly fully recover from this, but speaking is another way of, of, uh, process of healing. I got you, man. I got you, for sure. Yeah, I mean... Everyone has, like, a different process, like I said before. Some people do it faster, some people do it slower. Yep, I totally agree. Yeah, well, guys, um, that's it for the podcast. Um, you know, I, I understand, like, this is more serious, and this isn't, like, some of my other podcasts where I mess around and stuff. This is more serious, and I think, you know, like, I've said this before on some of my podcasts, like, you know, I like joking around and stuff because I think life's too short to, like, yeah, it, but, like, Obviously, there's some things, bro, where you can't joke. Like, this is not a joke. You know, you can't just play around about. And what's serious is serious. You know, kids lost their lives. I've said this over and over. It's just kids lost their lives and stuff. And, I mean, yeah. And if you're part of my audience, you didn't like this type of podcast. Like, it's like, just check out the next one. Like, just move on. It's not that big. I'm just hoping to maybe educate some people, just show people, like, from your perspective, you know? Yeah, and I think it's important that people, you know, take the time and consideration to listen to stories like this so we never forget, truly. Definitely. I mean, like, I remember what I hate doing, Liam, is I hate talking about a topic. Like, for example, let's do, like, let me get an example. Like, I remember I was doing a podcast about, like, LGBTQ stuff. I would hate doing a podcast about LGBTQ stuff without an LGBTQ person present, at least give exactly. it take. Or, like, if I'm doing something about, like, a black thing, like, a black person getting shot by the cop, I would want a black person present there, you know? And if they're not, like, yeah, yeah I just want to hear the other person's take. So, you know, I'm happy to have you on, you know, just giving your take and all that stuff. So, yeah. Of course, man. And uh, if you ever need me back anytime, just let me know, all right? For sure, man. Thank you so much for coming on. And, guys, this is your boy, Dave. I'll see you guys in the next episode. And peace.